A content warning for our listeners. The following article contains mention of gun violence and death. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Philip Wong. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover this year's eating club bickering statistics, USG's increased budget, a shooting at Michigan State University, a land ordinance for affordable housing, and President Jair Bolsonaro's plans to return to Brazil. It's Wednesday, February 15th. On Monday night, police sanctioned a campus-wide shelter-in-place order at Michigan State University due to an active shooter alert. The shooting left three students dead as well as another five critically injured. The three deceased students, Alexandria Werner, Brian Fraser, and Ariel Diamond Anderson, all went to high school in Detroit. The gunman died from a self-inflicted gunshot before he could be arrested. The gunman had previously been charged in 2019 for carrying a concealed gun without the proper concealed carry permit. Each year, hundreds of students engage in the bicker process in hopes of getting into one of Princeton's eating clubs. I sat down with assistant data editor Ryan Konarska, class of 25, and Leah Opperman, class of 25, to talk about this year's bicker statistics. So can you tell us a little bit about what really stood out about this year's bickering results? What stood out this year is that the eating clubs, especially the bigger eating clubs, accepted a larger class of bickeries than any year since 2001, uh, possibly the largest class of new bickeries uh, or new bicker emits ever. This is a compelling story, especially surrounding um, the campus expansion that's going on with you know, the building of new residential colleges. There's been a lot of questions floated about you know, how the eating club system will cope with an increasing student population, but not necessarily an increasing uh, number of students in each eating club. This year, we saw a lot of bigger eating clubs accept larger classes, um, Ivy and Tower in particular, accepting their largest classes this century. Um, so you're seeing eating clubs starting to adapt to this you know, changing world of a bigger Princeton. And every year, bickering statistics are very mysterious. So how did you come up with these numbers? Yeah, it's very hard to get numbers directly from the club or from the ICC because they don't really speak to media. But luckily, we were able to obtain emails sent to all six of the selective bicker clubs to see how many people got in. And for most of the bicker clubs, we were able to see how many bickeries there were as well. In addition, we were able to obtain emails for most of the signing clubs and were able to speak with members who were very close to the club and also bickeries to obtain numbers that we couldn't get from emails, which was only for Colonial Terrace and Quad. Everywhere else, we counted it off. So luckily, we were able to obtain numbers for all of the clubs. All right, thank you so much. According to USG Treasurer Walker Penfield, Class of 25, this administration plans to tap into the $66,000 maintained in the reserves and apply a new budgeting strategy to invest in student programs and events. The USG approved of a $290,000 budget for this spring, an increase compared to the $2,300,000 and $2,500,000 budgets in spring of 2022 and fall of 2022, respectively. This amount is still substantially lower than the $600,000 budget in fall of 2021, which was higher due to the money that was not spent during the pandemic. The Lawn Party's budget also increased from $116,000 to $118,000 to, quote, represent an increase in inflation and a few other expenses. The budget was approved unanimously by those present in the meeting. This past Monday, the Council of Princeton introduced an ordinance in order to acquire land on 1-10 Franklin Avenue for more affordable housing. According to the ordinance, the Municipal Affordable Housing Trust Fund and the General Municipal Fund will finance the land acquisition, and the current price of the property has been set to $1,720,000. 
This location is intended to be an area of a 160-unit apartment complex, with a mix of market rate and affordable housing. The public hearing of this ordinance will be on Monday, February 27th. In international news, former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro stated that he plans to return to Brazil in March in light of accusations that he incited the riots at Brazilian government buildings last month. Bolsonaro narrowly lost the presidential election to leftist president Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva last October and arrived in Florida in early January on a diplomatic visa. In the days following, supporters of Bolsonaro stormed the Brazilian Supreme Court, legislative building, and presidential palace. Brazilian prosecutors who are investigating Bolsonaro's part in the riots have pointed to his inflammatory social media posts that speculated about voter fraud. Bolsonaro denied that he catalyzed the riots and said that he hopes to clear his name upon his return. Today will be partly cloudy, reaching a high of 63 degrees and with a low of 37 degrees. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Lena Kim, Noel Kim, Carrie Liang, and me. Sound engineered by Eden Tishon and produced under the 147th Managing Board of Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Philip Wong. Have a wonderful day.